0: I'm your host, Gil Martin, I'm an Islanders columnist and historian, and I wrote the book Ice Wars, which covers the complete history of the Islanders' rivalry with the Rangers from 1972 to the modern era. All right, everybody, welcome to the Tuesday edition of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Gil Martin, so glad that you could join us today and be part of the Locked On Islanders family, and thank you For making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day, we are free and available on all platforms. We've got a lot to talk about on today's show. First of all, one thing that a lot of Islander fans were concerned about entering this season, how would the captain, Anders Lee, do as he returned from season-ending surgery a year ago? I mean, injured in March Did not play in the rest of the regular season, did not play in the playoffs. We'll talk about how Anders Lee has looked through the first seven games of the year for the Islanders. He's only played in six, but we have a little report card on the captain and how he's doing so far. Also, the Islanders' 13 game road trip, they have reached roughly the halfway mark of that trip. We'll talk about how they're doing so far. And are they on course? I mean, this was a big challenge, this road trip. We talked a lot about it as the season was getting ready to start. How are the Islanders doing? We also have uh, a big physical defenseman as our Islanders' birthday of the day and a whole lot more coming up on today's show. If you've got something Islanders-related on your mind, you have a question, a comment, maybe something you'd like us to talk about on the show... Feel free to email us at LockedOnIslanders at gmail.com, and if you leave your first name and where you're from, we're happy to mention you on the show when we talk about whatever it is that's on your mind. You could also follow the show on Twitter at LockedOnIsles, and you could follow me, Gil Martin, on Twitter at IceWars, N-Y-R-V-S-N-Y-I, and we'll keep you up to date on all the latest Islanders news, notes, and happenings. Wanted to start off talking a little bit about Anders Lee. And, you know, the Islanders right now have played seven games. They're 3-2-2. Two, and two. Anders Lee missed one game with what was described as a stomach bug. So, you know, he's played in six games. And you look at the numbers, and they're not Anders Lee-type numbers. I mean, through six games, Anders Lee... One goal, no assist. He's a plus one, four penalty minutes, nine hits in six games, and, you know, 11 shots on goal, a little less than two shots on goal per game for Anders Lee so far. And if you were just to look at these numbers, you would say to yourself, oh boy, this isn't good. Anders Lee, who you're counting on for between 25 and let's say 35 goals a year over the course of an 82 game season, well, you know, he's kind of on the on a pace for about 11 goals. I'm not worried. I'm not worried yet, and I'll tell you why. The style of play that we've seen from Anders Lee so far has been more or less Typical Anders Lee hockey. And that, to me, is good. Anders Lee is going to the net. He is screening goaltenders. He is looking for those deflections and rebounds that he is so good at creating points off of. And he is really doing his thing on the ice. Now, there are a number of factors. Obviously... When you've been out of action as long as Anders Lee was, it's gonna take some time for a player to come back and get their stamina back and, and and feel that the knee is comfortable and you know it's one thing to say, yes, I can skate. It's another thing to say I can skate and take a hit, and then it's another thing to say I can skate, take a hit, play twenty minutes come back with one day off or sometimes no days off and be back on the ice and do it again and still play hockey at a high level. So this is a process. And, you know, it's an 82-game schedule. Anders Lee, yes, he's reunited with Matthew Barzal. But, you know, that third spot on that first line... It's been a little bit of a revolving door. started with Kyle Palmieri. Uh, He was off. You you put Josh Bailey there at at one point. But neither Palmieri nor Bailey had ever seen extensive ice time with Anders Lee and Matthew Barzal on that first line. So that is also a factor. Uh, But if I saw that Anders Lee was tentative that he wasn't going to the net, that he wasn't playing a physical, confident game, that would have me concerned. The goals, I'm relatively certain, will come. And if this slow start, which is largely a result of the return from the injury, if it means he has 25 goals instead of 30 this year, but is ready to go and is healthy and is rounding into top form come April and May and hopefully even June when the Islanders are on what we hope is another long playoff run, then a slow start is just fine. The one thing that Islander fans have to keep in mind, the hockey season is a marathon. It is not a sprint. And having a player like Anders Lee who is a proven solid goal scorer in the NHL. Yeah, he's got one goal in six games, and that's nothing outstanding. But he also would be, you know, I am not worried unless it's becoming one goal in 10 or 12 games. And if he's not getting his chances... I would like to see more than a hair under two shots on goal per game from Anders Lee. I think that he does need to shoot more and probably needs to get into, you know, better positions to shoot more. But again, I think part of that has to do with the chemistry on that top line. And that will come with time, with repetition, with more games played with the, you know, the third player on that first line. All of these things will indeed be factors, and I think we'll see Anders Lee, uh, his numbers pick up as we get closer and you know further into this season. So not worried yet about Anders Lee. Uh, not happy with the with the production at this point, but way too soon to really panic about this. And I think I think it'll come. I really, truly do. Uh, Anders Lee, reliable, and he's still providing this team with outstanding leadership as their captain. And that was something they did indeed miss in the playoffs last year. And uh, having him back out there on the ice is a definite plus. We've got more to talk about. We're halfway through this 13-game road trip. In fact, we're a hair more than halfway through. And... We'll talk about where the Islanders are, where they are in relation to where we hoped they would be, and uh, how this team is doing. Plus, we'll look ahead at the second half of the road trip and sort of break it down for you. So we've got that, our Islanders birthday of the day, and a whole lot more still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows, you're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbors' best friends log in for the good stuff. Well, I want to tell you about a great and simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle You can learn more at directtv.com, that's directtv.com, compatible device required, content varies by package. And again, I want to thank everybody for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. We're free, as always, and available on all platforms. So let's talk a little bit about this road trip. We knew this 13-game road trip was not going to be easy and that we talked coming into this road trip that if the Islanders could get 13 points, that'd be fine. 15 points, that would be outstanding, and anything more than that is kind of gravy. Well, so far, uh, through seven games, the Islanders have eight points. They are right on schedule as to where this team would more or less hope to be if you consider that all seven games they've played so far have been on the road. And you add to the equation the fact that their starting goalie, their number one goalie, hasn't played a game yet, although I think he will play Thursday in Montreal, which is their next game. Uh, I I, I think that you you emerge from this road trip with 13, 14, 15 points, you're in great shape because what does that mean? That means that you have 41 home games left and only 28 road games for the rest of the season. And eventually, you know, you got to win those games. Don't get me wrong. They're not give-me's. But it really means that the Islanders will have an advantage down the stretch and they will have already sort of weathered this difficult 13-game uh, stretch where, you know, you're not getting as much practice when you're on the road, you are not, never at home, uh, that's one of the reasons why the five-day break and the one game in 10 days that we're seeing right now helps this team. They get a little more practice time and they get a little bit more uh, a, a little bit more time at home and to sort of catch up with everything. But so far, you know, the, the, they struggled in the first two games. They've been better since the last five games, looking very, very good. You have a five-game point streak, and, you know, with six games left in this road trip, you go 500 in the in the remaining, you know, NHL 500. You get six points in those six games, you're doing Okay, and then anything more than that, I think, is gravy. And you look ahead. Uh, you know, it's Montreal and then Winnipeg, so two games up in Canada. Then you go to back to Minnesota and then to New Jersey, uh, which is uh, not a home game, but at least it's not an airplane trip. It's one of those very close uh, geographical road games. It's a divisional game, and it, it's one of those things where, you know, you're, you're home in your own bed both the night of the, the day of the game, night before the game, day after the game. And then you go back to Florida to play Tampa Bay and Florida, which is not easy. Uh, so it's it's really not an easy trip. Montreal is struggling. Winnipeg is inconsistent. Minnesota and New Jersey teams that are capable of doing great things, but also capable of laying an egg every once in a while. And then the two Florida teams, I mean, wow. The Panthers are playing lights-out hockey right now, even though they are going through a little bit of a controversy as their coach had to resign as a result of the whole 2010 uh, beach sex abuse scandal. And then, obviously, the Tampa Bay Lightning are the def- the two-time defending Stanley Cup champions and a team you definitely want to beat because they eliminated you in the conference final last year. Uh, So, you know, the Islanders are in a position right now to really take control of this road trip. And you look at the standings and the Islanders, yeah, they're three, two and two through seven games, eight points in seven games. And you look at the standings, and and that puts them 7th in the Metropolitan Division because everyone in this division is more or less off to a darn good start. But again, the Islanders haven't even played a home game yet. No other team in the division can say that. It's way too soon to scoreboard watch and to look at the standings day in and day out. You keep picking up points the way the Islanders have, and you'll be okay. And, you know, you look at what this team has done so far. It really is very much the same old story. The Islanders are 28th in the league in goals scored, near the bottom of the 32-team league. They're 4th in the league in goals allowed. And again, that's with one goalie playing all seven games. Uh... Power play is middle of the road, and that's after scoring twice on Saturday in Nashville. They're 15th penalty kill in the top 10, and they're not taking a lot of penalties. So this team is who they are, and the fact of the matter is that goals four can go up once players like Anders Lee and Zach Parise get going a little bit more and start putting the puck in the net. Uh, Kyle Palmieri is yet to score a goal. That certainly can't uh, remain that uh, the same, and neither is Jean-Gabriel Pajot. So we're su- kind of surprised at some of the players who are struggling offensively. I don't think they're going to stay 28th in goals scored by any stretch of the imagination. They'll get closer to somewhere between 15th and 20th, I think, by the time they get back home. But... Overall, as an Islander observer, fan, member of the media, I have to say, while it hasn't always been pretty hockey, what else is new? This is the Islanders. They don't necessarily play pretty, and I'll put that in air quotes, hockey, uh, but they play winning hockey. And you're halfway through this road trip. You really want to pick up, you know, there are enough winnable games to be above NHL 500 at the end of this road trip, you're getting healthier again in goal, you're going to start getting players more comfortable in the system, and I think you're going to start seeing some better play. And then, once you come home, it'll be an emotional moment, dramatic moment, historical moment for this hockey team, and I think we'll see more improvement from the Islanders once they start playing home games. We've got a lot more to discuss on this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. We will have our Islanders birthday of the day and a whole lot more. All that's still to come on the Locked On Islanders podcast. Today's episode is brought to you by your friends at BetOnline. We're back and better than ever a new web interface for the start of the basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to our new updated desktop or mobile website to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Just use our promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. So yes, Locked uh, Bet Online will give you free money to bet on because you're a Locked On Islanders listener from basketball, football, baseball postseason, NHL, Boxing and UFC, right to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. So head on over to Bet Online, where the game starts. Time now for our Islanders' birthday of the day, and. Uh, you know, this is uh, an interesting one. One We're a day early here, but want to wish a, a very happy 41st birthday to former Islanders defenseman Matt Karkner. Karkner, drafted originally in the second round by the Canadiens back in 1999, uh, had four solid defensive seasons with the Peterborough Peets of the Ontario League, uh, then went to play in the AHL before making his NHL debut with the San Jose Sharks in 2005-2006, then went on to Ottawa, where he spent four seasons before joining the Islanders for the 2012-2013 and 2013-2014 seasons, then <clears throat> spent two more years in Bridgeport. Karkner, a big guy, six foot four, two hundred 235 pounds, wasn't the fastest skater going but he was tough, he was physical, and he was you know, one of those guys where you needed someone moved out from in front of your own goal. Matt Karkner will get the job done. He played 237 games in his NHL career, four goals, 27 points, 556 penalty minutes, add 14 playoff games in the NHL, including four with the Islanders, one goal, Three points and one of the two assists in his playoff career did come with the Isles. We're going to go back and look at one of Matt Carkners' better games with the Islanders. This one at the Canadian Tire Center in Ottawa, where the Islanders are taking on the Sens. Evgeny Nabokov was the goalie for the Islanders. Robin Lehner, uh, the goalie for the Senators in this one, it's November 1st. 2013, so literally uh, eight years and one day ago, and it was the Senators getting on the board first, Uh, Eric Condra getting them uh, on the board, his first of the year from Derek Grant in 1838 of the first period, and then a minute and two seconds later, Mika Zbinajad, his third from Eric Carlson and Chris Phillips, aisles down two to nothing after the first period, but in the second period... The Islanders quickly tie it. John Tavares ties it for the Isles. His fifth from Thomas Vanek and Kyle Oposo at 9.07. And then, just 28 seconds later, Matt Martin scores for the Isles. Assist to our Islanders' birthday of the day, Matt Kartner and Brock Nelson. Time of that one, 9.35. The next two goals, though, belonged to the Senators. Bobby Ryan gets his seventh from Patrick uh, Weirchich and Eric Carlson. And then at 1447, Clark MacArthur pots his first of the year. Bobby Ryan and Kyle Turris with the assist. 4 to 2, Islanders trailing, not looking too good. But with a little more than a minute and a half left in the second period, Pierre Marc Bouchard makes it a one goal game, hits his second of the year. Matt Donovan and Kyle Laposo with the assist at 1824. Islanders down 4 3 after 40. But in the third period, Franz Nielsen ties it just 3 minutes and 14 seconds into the game, uh, into the period. Thomas Hickey and Pierre Marc Bouchard with the assists. It's 4 4 at the end of regulation. Overtime fails to settle it. We go to a shootout. Basically, Nabokov stops Jason Spezza. Robin Lehner stops Thomas Vanek. Evgeny Nabokov then stops Milan Mahalik. And then Franz Nielsen. The patented backhand lifts one over Robin Lehner. Nabokov stops Bobby Ryan. And the Islanders win it in a shootout by a final score of 5-4. For Matt Cartner, our Islanders' birthday of the day, he had the assist. He was a plus one. He had four shots on goal, which was second on the team. uh, A third on the team, only behind Kyle Oposo and Pierre-Marc Bouchard. Evgeny Nabokov, 27 saves to earn the win. And the Islanders skate away with a 5-4 shootout win. So, uh, once again, want to wish a happy birthday to Matt Karkner. He is 41. It'll actually be tomorrow will be his birthday. And uh, we want to wish Matt Karkner all the best. He is our Islanders birthday of the day. Today is election day, so I just want to remind everyone to go out and vote, and uh, those of you who are students and may have the day off, enjoy that. Tomorrow we will be back, and we've got uh, our weekly farm report tomorrow, Uh, plus we will start to look ahead toward the next part of this homestand, and that of course includes Thursday's game in Montreal. Thanks again for making Locked On Islanders your first listen every day. Now make your second listen Locked On Fantasy Hockey. Host Scott Cullen leans on his decades of fantasy hockey insight and experience every day to help you be the expert of your fantasy league. It's a free and available on all platforms. That does it for this episode of the Locked On Islanders podcast. Have a great day everybody. Stay safe and of course, let's go Islanders.